Hello and welcome to the Conservative Crusader. My name is GOP Josh. Thank you for tuning in. Got some news about Dr. Fauci at a Senate hearing with Rand Paul. I don't know about you, but the the everlasting feuds between Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci are pretty hilarious, kind of interesting and interesting to watch during this whole COVID pandemic, uh, pandemic, quote, in quotes. Rand Paul versus Dr. Fauci. The the oddest battle I thought we would see in this whole thing. And they've been going at each other in Senate hearings. And this is like a three-minute clip of Dr. Fauci claiming that Rand Paul distorts everything about him. That he wants to have people kill his family. Uh, Fauci's family. I don't even know what Fauci's going on about in this clip, but we're going to play the clip. It's about three minutes long from CBS News Play Clip. And the clip isn't playing. Okay. Short technical difficulty. I think I can solve this one. Let's see here. I'm going to uh, pause the recording while I solve it. That didn't even take five seconds. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Do you really think it's appropriate to use your $420,000 salary to attack scientists that disagree with you? The email you're referring to was an email of Dr. Collins to me. If you look at the email that you responded to and hurried up and said, I can do it, I can do it. We got something in Wired No, magazine. no, no. I think in you usual did. fashion, Senator, you are distorting everything about me. Did you First ever object all, to Dr. Collins's characterization of them as friends? Did you write back to Dr. Collins and say, no, they're not friends, they're esteemed scientists, and it would be beneath me I, I did to not do that? You responded to him that you would do it, and you immediately got an article yeah, you, in Wired, you, and you sent it back to him and said, hey, look, I've got them. I nailed them in Wired of all scientific publications. That's not publications. what went on. You did. There you go again. That you just do the same thing every year. That was your response. And so, this, wasn't, so, this wasn't the only time. So your desire to take You're down people... You're absolutely incorrect. As usual, Senator, you no. are incorrect. Almost everything you well, said. Well, no, you deny. You deny. Okay, I'm pausing. Emails. I haven't read every single Fauci email, and I'm not going to claim that I have, and I don't know most people who have. But what what Rand Paul is not doing is distorting the truth. What Dr. Fauci has done for the past few years, this is a year, two-year-long pandemic now, is distort the truth, is lie, is seize power under the guise of a pandemic. Tell the truth of this. No. This wasn't the only time. Your desire to take down those who disagree with you didn't stop with Harvard, Oxford, and Stanford. You conspired with Peter Daszak, who you communicated with privately, and other members of the scientific community that wrote opinion pieces for Nature, Five of them signed a, a paper for Nature, an opinion piece. Seventeen signed a paper that called it conspiracy theory, the idea that the virus could have originated in the lab. Do you think words like conspiracy theory should be in a scientific paper? Senator, I never used that word when I was referring to it. You're distorting virtually everything. Did you communicate with the five scientists who wrote the opinion piece in Nature? Were they... We're describing, oh, this, there's no way this could that have come from, was from the lab. That was not me. What did I you did, talk with any of those see, scientists but privately? You keep, the, you keep distorting did you? the truth. It is, it did is you stunning talk, how did you, you do Did you talk that? to any of the scientists privately yes. who wrote the opinion? You did. Well, what were they telling you privately? 
Well, let me explain. You know you're going back to that original discussion when I brought together a group of people to look at every possibility with an open mind. So you, not only are you distorting it, you are completely turning it around. As well, most you of the scientists do. that came to you privately, <laughs> did they come to you privately and say, no way, this came from the lab? Or was their initial impression, Dr. Gary and Dr. others that were involved, was their initial impression actually that it looked very suspicious for a virus you know, that came from a lab? Senator, we are here at a committee to look at a, a virus now that has killed almost 900,000 people. And the purpose of the committee was to try and get things out, how we can help to get the American public. And you keep coming back to personal attacks on me that have absolutely no relevance to reality. Do you think it- That's just not the truth. No- nothing Fauci is saying here is in any way, shape, or form true. They weren't personal attacks. They were relevant questions to the discussion at hand in this hearing. Because if Fauci is is speaking to scientists to claim that the virus was in a lab, maybe, or claim that anything shape or form that it's a conspiracy theory that it was found in a lab, he can't say that he was thinking about the lab with open mind. He he just can't. It's not. It, it'd be a lie. And Doctor Fauci is not, or Paul is not using personal attacks, but Fauci is claiming that he is. He is claiming it is distorting everything about him, and it's just not true. We 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 all know it's not true. What happens when he goes out and a sudden accuses me of things that are completely untrue is that all of a sudden it kindles the crazies out there and I have threats upon my life, harassment of my family and my children with obscene phone calls because people are lying about me. The government's top, top infectious disease specialist said, Dr. Fauci, obviously. Fauci has sparred with Paul at Senate's hearings throughout the pandemic, refer, referenced a person who was arrested at a speed stop in Iowa last month and found to have a hit list with Fauci's name on it. They found an a, a, in his car an AR-15 and multiple magazines of ammunition. Because he thinks that maybe I'm killing people. Fauci then displayed a picture of what he said was Paul's website with the headline Fire Dr. Fauci and buttons where you can contribute donations starting at five dollars. You're creating a you're making a catastrophic epidemic for your political de- gain. You are making a catastrophic epidemic for your political gain. Dr. Fauci said to Rand Paul. Isn't that this entire pandemic? Isn't that this entire COVID crisis? Has been a catastrophic epidemic for your own political gain? In a separate exchange, Fauci was heard calling Senator Roger Marshall a moron. You are totally incorrect. We look forward to reviewing it. Senator Marshall... Dr. Fauci has answered you. It is public information, and he's happy to give it to you if you would ask. Senator Moran. What a moron. Jesus Christ. I don't know if y'all heard that or not there at the end. What a moron. Jesus Christ. What a moron. Jesus Christ. What a moron. After the Kansas Republican urged Fauci to disclose more information about his finances. Fauci said his financial disclosures public record can be accessed by the Freedom of Information Act request. I don't really know about that case, but I do know that what Rand Paul has been saying throughout this entire pandemic and in, in this 
battle of Fauci and Paul is true. Just like what Marjorie Taylor Greene has said is true. And she's been banned. And Rand Paul is considered a lying conspiracy theorist who wants to have Dr. Fauci killed. And people are afraid. Congress people to the average Joe. Not Joe Biden, but the average Joe person. Is afraid to tell their opinion. To speak out about why they believe a certain thing about COVID. To point out government data, public information using the VAERS system about the vaccine, public information about the cause of COVID-19. Uh, Project Veritas has leaked some things that's kind of been under the record. I haven't been able to find an article about it, but they've leaked some emails saying that Wuhan Institute may have made the virus. But if you point out any of this, if you tell the truth based on the information available, you are considered a conspiracy theorist, a liar, an enemy to the, to the public. And pretty soon, I, I'll imagine some arrests are going to come down. If you speak out against the QR code passports like they have in Canada... If you speak out against requiring a vaccine in order to get into public locations. If you speak out against any of this, I don't know what's going to stop our government from enforcing the same laws that they have in places like Germany, Canada, when it comes to this uh, passport when it comes to speaking out against it. And I'm afraid that we're going to institute some sort of passport like they have in these countries because people are afraid to speak out because they're afraid to be strawmanned like what's going on with Rand Paul and they're afraid of being called a terrorist like what's going on with Rand Paul when it comes to the Dr. Fauci argument. My name is GOP Josh. This is the Conservative Crusader. We'll be right back after this with our second segment. Plenty of news to go. Stay tuned. shall be a senator or representative in Congress, or elector of president and vice president, or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States, or under any state, who, having previously taken an oath, as a member of Congress, or, as an officer of the United States, or, as a member of any state legislature, or, as an executive or judicial officer of any state, to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion, against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof, but Congress may by a vote of two-thirds of each House, remove such disability.
That is section three of the 14th Amendment. I think it's section three. If not, that's pretty embarrassing. We're going to go with section three. Let's see here. Let me make sure. Yeah, section three. Okay. And people are trying to, in North Carolina, use section three against Madison Cawthorn, who is a representative, a close Trump ally. A group of 11 North Carolina voters filed a legal challenge to disqualify Representative Madison Cawthorn from running for a second term, arguing his involvement in a rally preceding the January 6th, 2021 riot on Capitol Hill constitutionally bars him from waging another campaign. This is from The Hill. Lawyers for the 11 voters filed the suit to the State Board of Elections contending that Cawthorn's comments in the speech shortly pre- uh, preceding the insurrection violate the 14th Amendment. The suit goes on to claim that the mob had stormed the Capitol last year in an unsuccessful attempt to halt the certification of the 2020 presidential race results, quote, amounted to an insurrection. As set forth in our complaint, the publicly available evidence, including Representative Cawthorn's own statements and reports that he or she, uh, he or his office coordinated with the January 6th organizers, established reasonable suspicion that Representative Cawthorn aided the insurrection, thereby disqualifying him from federal office. We look forward to asking him about his involvement under oath. Ron Fine, legal director of Free Speech for People, said, Claiming to be fighting a battle for our Constitution, Cawthorn has engaged in blatant acts of insurrection, added John Wallace, another lawyer who filed the suit. He must be held accountable for his actions which have threatened our democracy. Wisely, the Constitution provides a remedy of protection, and my monitor just disconnected from my computer. That's just great right now. Just great. He must be held accountable for his actions which have threatened our democracy. Our Constitution provides a remedy for our protection. We seek to have the imposition of that remedy. He's running in the newly created 13th Congressional District. is the youngest member of the House at 26 and established himself as a conservative firebrand since his election in 2020. In a speech the morning of the riot, he accused Democrats of trying to silence conservatives and leveled unsubstantiated claims of voter fraud in the 2020 cycle. The Democrats, with all the fraud they have done in this election, the Republicans hiding and not fighting, they are trying to silence your voice. Make no mistake about it, they do not want you to be heard. Cawthorn later voted against certifying President Biden's electoral victory, but he also ultimately sent a letter with other Republican lawmakers congratulating him on the win. In a statement, a spokesperson for Cawthorn swatted away the latest challenge, saying the suit will not distract the lawmaker. Over 245,000 patriots from Western North Carolina elected Congressman Cawthorn to serve them in Washington. A dozen activists who are comically misinterpreting and twisting the 14th Amendment for political gain will not distract him from that service, said Luke Ball, a spokesman for Cawthorn. Conversations around the 14th Amendment, which was created after the end of the Civil War, have quietly quietly built among Democrats over the prospect of using it to bar former President Trump to run for White House again in 2024. Trump remains a chief uh, provorier of election fraud claims and will also spoke at the rally preceding the riot last year. Telling the crowd, we fight, and if you don't fight, you're not going to have a country anymore. Why are they so afraid of conservative leadership? Why would they decide to not allow Congressman Cawthorn, not allow President Trump to run in 2024? Because if he has no impact, if he's not a good politician and I'm going to use the word politician for President Trump because that's what he is, that he won't be able to win and there's nothing to worry. There's no need for them to worry. But they're looking at the polls. 
they're realizing that President Trump is very successful in the polls. They realize that President Trump is the only candidate currently polling high enough to beat Joe Biden. And they're scared. They are scared. Because President Trump, who I think won the 2020 election, will easily come back in 2024, win, and then we will begin the fight to take back our country. And that begins in 2022, but we will move forward with the fight to take back our country, I should say. And Trump has lost some of my respect with his vaccine rhetoric. I'm not going to lie. But President Trump is the only candidate at this time who can win in 2024, and he can win big. And so, and the Democrats know this, and and non-Republican voters know this. So they're going to challenge it using the 14th Amendment. And that's not what the 14th Amendment says. January 6th was not an insurrection. It was not a rebellion against the United States. It was some some patriots who, who, and a lot of them at the, the event were patriots. They were. They were there protesting something they thought was unfair. And if you look back at the videos with the cops moving the barricades, pointing and telling them where they can be in the Capitol, I haven't seen a violent insurrection, but I know the ones that I have seen are what they claim to be a violent insurrection, being January 6th, are a bunch of patriots in a, with Trump's hats on walking through the velvet ropes in the middle of the Capitol. Now, I've never seen a violent insurrection where they've walked through the ropes. The 14th Amendment will not stop Madison Cawthorn from being able to run, and it will not stop President Trump from being able to run in 2024 because that's not what the 14th Amendment is for. And they're just afraid that President Trump will run again in 2024. And they know he will win. Pelosi, hallelujah, is going to retire. Most likely after this term, (laughs) a House Democrat says. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has not commented on rumors of her possible retirement at the end of this term, but it hasn't stopped lower-ranking Democrats from eyeballing her position. Party insiders have begun speculating of the future of Democratic leadership if she resigns. My gut would tell me that this would be her last term, a House Budget Committee Chairman John Yarmuth D. of Kentucky told The Hill. I see a lot of people who would be the presumed successors donating a lot of money to their colleagues. Pelosi has kept her intentions close to the chest. She Pelosi said in... Uh, telling the press in 2018 that she can take the heat from Republicans. At least 23 Democratic legislatures are set to retire or run for a different office this year, destabilizing the party's ranks and file lawmakers. Additionally, increasing tensions between the far-left faction of the party and the more moderate Democrats have produced a disconnect in messaging. Despite occasional cooperation on policy, the squad have taken swipes at Pelosi's leadership, making the future of Democratic leadership pivotal for defining a path towards forward for the Democrats. 
Despite recent chatter that she's considering a run for re-election, Pelosi is still widely expected to cede the top spot among Democrats to another House Democrats to another member of her party in the next Congress, especially if the Republicans take back the chamber, as many suspect. But the current leadership chart, House Majority Leader Steiny Hauer is first in line to replace Pelosi, and Majority Whip James Clyburn is second. Neither have announced their intention to replace the California Democrats. Pelosi and House Democrats have a high hopes in early 2021 as she has secured another term as Speaker along with a very narrow majority in the Senate and President Biden in the White House. However, political infighting between moderates and progressives compounded with nearly two dozen House Democrats announcing 2021 that they aren't seeking re-election have hurt her image ahead of the 2022 midterms elections next November. Good riddance. When, when was Nancy Pelosi first elected? Nancy Pelosi. Let's Google this. She was first elected in 1987. That has been 35 years. And I say, and I'm one person who, I'm pro-term limits to where they can't run forever and they have maybe an age limit, but I'm not pro-term limits to where they can't serve for more than a certain amount of years. And that's going to be kind of wrong to say you know, with the, with the stance of the average Republican, but there are term limits. There's an election every two years, but someone who is 81 years old and has served for 35 years, has done nothing in her career successful, is probably only there for insider trading purposes, so she can make an insane amount of money, has a net worth of 11.4, uh, well, sorry, uh, 114 million dollars making a hundred and some um, like 187 or something a thousand dollars a year i don't know how that adds up i don't think she's there for genuine purposes i don't think she's there because she actually believes in anything she legislates for i think she's there because the district that she's in is a is a democratic district she's running as a democrat she got too far over her head so she could do insider trading she became the speaker of the house and it's just not leaving <laughs> that, that that's my honest philosophy of pelosi but, you know, she might be leaving, which is good, which is good. She might be leaving. Ban insider trading. And that's all I have to say on that. And we're going to end the cl- We ran out of time today. We're going to end the show with a clip from the Pfizer CEO. A very short one. Let's play a clip. Uh, and we know that um, the three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a booster. They offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths. Uh. Yeah, two doses of vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. I'll let you interpret that how you will. My name is GOP Josh. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode here on the Conservative Crusader. Stay tuned.